30 minutes before we let everybody up in. You can have all the money in your hand, all the possessions anyone can ever have, but it's all worth the treasure. True worth is only measured, not by what you got, but what you got in your heart. You can have, you can have. Every Friday and Saturday 
Talk Radio with the best host in the business. Sports Talk Radio every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1 and it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Today is a very important day to me, one that I have been waiting for a long time. And uh, it is just marvelous when you finally get someone on your show uh, that has shown you some things that you thought were nearly impossible and get them to be able to share their journey uh, with your audience. And Yolanda Holder, I just am so happy to and pleased to have you here. I have been watching you in those incredible handstands and some of the other things you have uh posted for a very, very long time, well over a year, and uh, and I'm just so glad to finally have you here and have my audience be able to listen to you and have you talk about the journey that you have undertaken and um, and how, why it's so important to you. So uh, we just want to spend this first 30 minutes or so just talking about your personal journey, how you got uh, attached to this journey, and... Um, and where where is this journey going to take you? Thank you so much for having me on the show, James. Um, I'm honored to be here today and to share my story. Um, where do I even start? <laughs> um, 
10 years ago, I'm actually celebrating 10 years of marathoning. I'm a two-time Guinness World Record holder for the most marathons in a calendar year. And what's unique about me is I'm not a runner. I'm a power walker. And I power walked over 100 marathons in a calendar year. What happened was in 2008, um, I wanted to do something different for my 50th birthday. So I set out to do 50 marathons in 50 weeks, and I didn't accomplish that. I ended up power walking 66 marathons in 52 weeks, and that was in 2008. Um, 2009, I didn't stop. I continued on, and I did 77 marathons in a year. And so at that time, I got in contact with Guinness, and I asked who was, is there anyone that, a female that uh, has done the most marathons in the calendar year, and they came back with a lady over in Italy. She had done 100 marathons in 2002. So in 2010, I set out to break her record, which I did, with 106 marathons and ultras. And so then in 2012, I decided to break my own record, and I did that with 120 marathons ultras. And I actually haven't completely stopped. Uh, as of today, I have done 541 marathon ultras. I add my ultras in there because a ultra is 31 miles or more, and I have done multiple days, which is considered one event, one marathon, along with 100 milers, which is considered one marathon also. Um, so in 2014, a friend of mine who's a race walker um, got in contact with me, and he said, Yolanda, you have to go to the World and American Championships in Alaska, and it's I want you to, to do the six-day event. And I said, I think you're like crazy. The most I've done is 100 milers, and I've only stayed up 31 hours. That's my worst time in a 100 miler, and you want me to stay up for six days? And it was the start of something even more amazing. I went, I placed third. I competed with runners, by the way, from all over the world in these Ultra, I didn't even know that they were six-day events. Um, and who does that? Who walks or runs for six straight days? And so I ended up doing 400 miles, placed third place, 10th overall in the world. So after I got back, um, I lost my mom. Uh, it would be five years this year to type 2 diabetes. She had a massive stroke and died. Fifteen years ago, my father died of diabetes complications also. So um, in 2014, my, I was thinking about my mom a whole lot, and um, I picked up the phone. I talked to my mom every single day. So I picked up the phone to call her because her grandson, my son, had just graduated with double masters at two different universities at the same time, and she just loved my son. And I just wanted to share that with her. And then I realized, oh, my God, she's gone. And I said, what can I do to spread the word that something 
something as simple as just moving your body every day, walking, that can help control not only type 2 diabetes, but all diseases. And I want to back up a little bit here. My mom, the last time I saw my mom live, uh, she was in the hospital. She had broke her ankle, and the diabetes was just taking over, and uh, she had had a heart attack a couple of years prior to that, and um, they couldn't operate on her ankle because her heart was too weak. And I spent most of the day with her, and as I was leaving, my mom, we had said our goodbyes and I love you and everything, and when I got to the door, she said in a really soft voice, Yolanda, and I turned and I looked at her, and she said, you can use me, and I just went, okay. And so then as I walked down the hallway, um, tears just rolled down my cheek, just was rolling down my face. And one of the nurses, she came up to me and she said, girl, your mother's going to be fine. She gets out tomorrow. Why are you crying? And I just wiped my eyes and I said, I don't know. My mom died three months later. And when I looked back, the day that I picked up the phone to call her to tell her about her grandson, that's when it dawned on me. She said, I could use her. And that's how Extreme Walk for Diabetes was born. I walked from where I live here in Corona, California, to Oakland to the diabetes office. It took me 15 days, 525 miles, and along the way, I stopped at different places and talked to different people, just letting people know that we as African Americans, first of all, we're number one with type 2 diabetes. And type 2 diabetes is controllable. When your doctor tells you that your sugar is a little high and you're getting a little bit overweight, all you got to do is change your eating habits and move your body. And walking is the oldest and the cheapest way to get healthy and fit. And so that's what my mom meant because my mom, don't judge her, (laughs) she had 11 children. She loved sitting on that couch watching the talk shows. And don't judge her, Jerry Springer was her favorite, okay? (laughs) My mother would call me up, Yolanda, did you watch Jerry today? And I'm like, Mom, no. (laughs) No, I don't watch him. But she was the most loving person. And, And so that's what she meant, you know, is just move your body. You don't have to sit on the couch every day and watch this. There's so much, like I said, walking is just so easy. I can go forever on walking. Okay, now let me tell you about my father. My mom and my dad were totally, they divorced um, when I was uh, a teenager. And so, but my father always said that we were the only children that had two homes. Because you get mad at your mom, you go live with your dad. Get mad at your dad, you go back and you live with your mom. So, um, but my father, he was a recovering alcoholic. He recovered when I was five years old. So I grew up with the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. That prayer was framed all over our house. We didn't have pictures of us framed. We had the serenity prayer. Then on my very first car, he stuck a easy does it sticker on my car, you know, so 
I grew up with the 12-step program. I know everything there is about recovering, and I use the 12-step program in my life today. I'm not a recovering alcoholic, but I'm recovering from life. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. And um, the 12-step helps in, in every phase of your life, any type of addiction it will help you with it. So I grew up going to AA meetings and just being of my father to me was just he helped sponsor I I, I wanna say just hundreds and hundreds of people um get clean and sober. And I remember being a teenager, uh, one quick story about my dad to show you his personality. I'm a teenager and I'm I'm fifty nine, it'll be sixty. So I grew up in the low riding days, and so uh, me and all my friends were low riders. My father goes out and buy a car, and he lowered it just like the low riders. And I and we called him Jimmy by his first name. I like to say like the Jacksons called Joe, but only without the talent and money. <laughs> and so I said, Jimmy, why? <laughs> I said, why did you lower that car? Why are you doing that? Why? And he said, because all your low-riding friends and all the low-riders are going to want my car. And so when they're admiring my car, I get to talk to them about drugs and alcohol. And believe me, it worked. At least half of my friends stopped smoking weed and just loved my father. And so, so but when my father found out that he had diabetes, um, he was the type of person that didn't believe in, in going to the doctor. And so he had hurt his foot. And so when he finally went to the doctor, his, his foot gangrene had set in. So they just went on and took below the knee, right? My fa- that changed mm-hmm. my father's life. Yeah, it changed his life. He was the opposite of my mom. It changed his life. He wanted to live. You didn't even know that he had a parsthesis on. He walked so well. And that made him want to live. And what he ended up doing, he ended up being the co-founder of a rehabilitation center. And guess what the name was? Free at last. <laughs> Free at last from drugs and alcohol. Wow. <laughs> he was an amazing man, but he never used his health um, as a um, a pity party. My mom was the opposite. You know, she had high cholesterol from the type 2 diabetes to everything, and everything was, you know, on her medicine, on her nightstand, she would have a plastic bag, and it would just be full of meds. And then where my father only had his insulin in the refrigerator. And, and, and he just, they were just the opposite. So a lot of it, too, is, is a mind frame also. And I believe that that's what helped me with the marathons because people ask me right today, how did you, first of all, what are you thinking when you're out there for six hours doing a 26-mile race and with no headphones, you're not listening to any music or anything? One, I'm, I'm talking to God. I'm, I'm praying. I'm just, if I, I like to tell people, I start off with at least 30 problems, but by the time I finish a marathon, I've only I've solved at least 20 of those, and the other 10 aren't as serious as I thought they were. So it's 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 more of a spiritual thing for me, also. Okay, so back to the 
the six-day race in Alaska, that was the start of me doing multiple-day racing. I have now done five six-day races. I have podium on all five from first to third place. And then I thought last year doing the 3100 that I'll explain that in a minute was something huge, but I ended up doing a 10-day race in New York, and I am now the American uh, record holder of that race where I did 622 miles in 10 days and, um, again, competing with runners, and I'm a power walker. So last year I got an invitation to do the 3,100-mile race. And a 3,100-mile race, to reach 3,100 miles, you have to do, uh, well, in 52 days, you have to do 60 miles a day within those 52 days to reach the 3,100. And I did it in 51 days, 17 hours and 13 seconds. However, walking 60 miles a day in Jamaica, Queens, going around and around the city block really took a toll on my body. And I really, really had to reach out to God because what had happened was I got sick three times. I lost over 20 pounds. So the third time I got sick, it put me 44 miles behind. Now, remember, I still have to do 60 a day. Now I have minus right. 44 that I, that I have to make up. So... What happened was I, I just said, I can't do this. I started crying. I, me and God had a knockdown, drag-out fight. And I like to say my father was a huge, huge believer. He called Jesus Christ JC. And my father would say, fuck, shit, damn, and Jesus Christ all in one sentence. And so I could hear my father. I turned into my father. I said every F word out loud, crying, cussing God out, asking him, why did you have me trained for four months? Why did you bring me here? Why did you put me 44 miles behind? I cannot catch up. There's only 19 days left in this race. I quit. And so I get to the aid station I grabbed my phone. I turned it on. It felt like five minutes, but it was a, probably a minute to two minutes where my phone was beeping with notifications. And so when it stopped beeping, I had three notifications that I could read. One said, Yolanda, I'm praying for you. Another one said, Yolanda, you're my inspiration. The third one said, Yolanda, I walked today because... And so that's all I could read. So I clicked on it. It was hundreds of notifications saying, Yolanda, I'm praying for you. Yolanda, you got this. Yolanda, I'm watching you. You can do this. Just went on and on. So now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm drying my eyes. I look up in the sky and I said, oops, I'm sorry, Jesus. I know what my purpose is now. I got this. So the race director comes to me and he's looking really sad. And he said, Yolanda you have to do 62 miles a day to finish this race or you're not going to make it. And I looked at him and I said, oh, okay, I got this. So that night I go to bed, and then when I get up in the morning, I check my Facebook, all my ultramarathon friends, Yolanda, it's just 100K. 
You got this, Yolanda. Come on. You've done 100K many times. You've done 100 milers. Come on. You got this. Well, guess what? 62 miles is the same thing as 100K. It's the same thing as 62 miles. (laughs) But see the mindset? 100K sounds so much easier, and I have done many 100Ks versus 62 miles. And so Mm -hmm. I ended up finishing the release. It was amazing, and I, that's when I realized what my purpose at age 59 is in life, is to inspire and motivate everyone to get up off the couch, and you can do what I do just by walking. So that's my, my journey, my story. I got the invitation last week that I get to do the 3100 again, and I'm going to do a thousand things different. <laughs> and I hope to even break some more records. <laughs> so well, um, let me just ask journey. you, you know, where were you before you started doing these amazing things? What was it that was in your spirit in general? I mean, how do you go from, uh, you know, at the age of 50 doing this, these magnificent things? What was going on? Uh, before then, uh, were you always athletic? I was never athletic. I used to do just in, in high school, basically just dancing. I used to do African dance, modern dance, nothing fancy or anything. Um, I, I, again, I just realized that at age from 50 to 59, that was my, my, uh, my purpose, and I didn't find it, that out until, like I said, when I had to fight with God. And then, um, but in, I'm, I've always been a stay-at-home mom uh, with my um, married for 34 years uh, to my husband Roger. I have my son and and our daughter uh, RJ and Tiffany, and neither one are married, so I, ha- I don't have any grandkids. So I always say that this is probably what I'm supposed to do right now. But I did what I thought was the right thing. I enjoyed being a stay-at-home mom, raising the, the kids and cooking and cleaning and doing all that. But um, I used to, um, at age 40, I used to walk a little bit um, in the evenings, but it was nothing. And I think at that time I did my first, well, actually I did my first marathon in 1998 in Portland because it was the Portland Marathon and, and they're walker-friendly and they actually have a walking category. So that was my first full marathon. So between 40 and 50, I had only done 12 uh, lifetime marathons, full marathons. So, again, um, I think, like I said, for my 50th birthday, I wanted to do something different because one of my girlfriends, she bought herself a Harley. My sister went on a nine-day cruise, and so I was just like, oh, well, you know, 50, that's a big number. I I should do something amazing. And so I set out to do the 50 marathons in 50 weeks, which led to be 66. And then fast forward 10 years later, 541 marathon ultras, world records, um, Guinness records. (laughs) I I don't know. Uh, that's just, and I love it. I just actually love it. But what makes it even more special is that, you know, just inspiring other people to get out and try their first 5K, which will lead to a marathon and beyond. 
Um, but like I said, just losing both my parents to a disease that type 2 uh, diabetes is controllable. If it's caught very early, you know, you can, uh, and some people even have it reversed once they, you know, if you just change your diet and start moving your body, it will reverse. So that's where my passion leads that, um, you know, not having any parents, um, it, it sucks. You know, it's, a time hasn't gone by that uh, my father's been gone for 15 years, so I pretty much don't pick up the phone to call him, but this is still new to me, not having a mom. I mean, think about that. You know, a lot of times, you know, we take our parents or loved ones for granted, but there's not a day that goes by that I wish I could talk to her or change things or be a better daughter. Um, We don't get second chances with our parents. Well, we have a lot of people waiting to to talk to you. We're going to take a short break, and then we're going to allow them some time uh, to talk to you. Uh, But just before we go, uh, give uh, out your information uh, where people can reach out to you and get involved with some of the things that you're doing. Okay. Um, Last year I had what we called the the 52-day challenge. While I was in New York from June uh, to August for the 52 days, um, walking 60 miles a day. Well, I put out a challenge where you can walk a mile or more uh, for 52 straight days, the same days that I'm out walking. So I'm bringing back that challenge, and this time I'm bringing it back at the end of the month so that you can train in ahead of time. Like if you choose to do 10 miles a day for 52 straight days, well, we have four months to train to get you ready to do the 52-day challenge. And you can reach that and sign up for the 52-day challenge at YolandaHolder.com, www.YolandaHolder.com. And I'm also available on all the social media sites, mainly Facebook, Yolanda Holder, you know, on Facebook. All right. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and uh, allow uh, everyone the opportunity to talk to our uh, new guest host and uh, – we want you to make sure you make her feel good uh, because we want her back every month if we can. We're just so excited about what it is she's doing. I want to incorporate it into my life uh, as I have incorporated uh, Cheryl Hooks in my life with the things she's doing. And I just think this is a wonderful opportunity uh, to have uh, these two uh, phenomenal people who are, back, who are so into uh, living a healthy life. Uh, We'll be right back uh, after this break. Thank you. 
of the world to take my rightful place among the stars, the woman that does not use the traditional roadmaps to a given place, but create my own destination. I am this woman that maintains her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those yet to dream to greatness. I am the mother of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth, igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future. I am this woman. I am this woman that ascends the expectation of the world to take my rightful place among the stars. The woman who does not use the traditional roadmaps to a given place, but creates my own destination. I am this woman that maintains her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those to dream. I am the woman of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth. Igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future. I am this woman.
This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, brought to you seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruption. Cheryl, uh, I am just so happy to introduce you and Yolanda Holder uh, because you both uh, exemplify what it is to dedicate yourself to healthy eating and healthy activity. Uh, what would you like to ask Yolanda, or what kind of statement would you like to make after hearing her story? Good evening, and he- hello to everyone. Um, and again, to Yolanda, we met over the um, radio on yesterday. But very, very, very impressive story. And I truly understand your need to want to um, to do this. And, um, again, very impressive health journey, um, your accomplishments. I did after the um, radio show on yesterday, um, went to your Facebook page and your website and got a chance to see your many accomplishments and um and my hat goes off to you. It really does. You know, Thank it you, takes um, it takes a lot, you know, of discipline to get to where you are. And I'm pretty sure, you know, the more you tell your story, the more people will join in with you. And again, it is a privilege to have met you. Thank you, Cheryl. Same here. What a privilege to meet you too. Uh, Joyce, uh, what would your question be or what would your statement be after this tremendous story uh, and commitment and dedication uh, to uh, good health and exercise? Good afternoon and congratulations. Um, I'm one of uh, promoting good health. I've been retired for almost five, six about eight years now, but I, I always believe in getting a job that makes me move. So uh, I took on a job with a uh, with a um, athletic uh, enterprise, where instead of being a cashier standing all day, I prefer to be a sales associate where I just walk. And the reason why I took the job wasn't for the money. It was for to stay healthy. And on that job, I would walk uh, 15 miles uh, per day. So uh, since that time, I got hurt on that job, but I am committed to walking. I have two puppies. My, my son, who is a doctor, he bought a puppy for me, and this puppy is so high energized, it makes me <laughs> walk when I don't want to walk. So uh, I'm with you. I will be going to your website. I will be signing up, and I want to push myself to get back where I used to be. And um, thank you for being a part of this. Thank you so much. Um, Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And, yes, I look forward to you signing up for the challenge. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Kathy, I'm coming to you. Uh, Kathy is from Los Angeles. Kathy, I'd like to introduce you to Yolanda Holder, uh, she is one of our, my first-time 
uh, guest host, but I'm hoping that she'll be back again and again and again. Uh, so, uh, Cassie, uh, you have any questions or statements you'd like to ask? Good afternoon. Just a couple of comments on I came in when you were talking about your dad and the low rider. I mean, we used to low ride too. And my husband actually has a low rider now, and we do go out to different events. Never thought we could use it as a witnessing tool and um, to hear what you said about your dad. So when we began to go out again, I'm going to utilize that as a tool to uh, witness to the people that come up and look at the car. That's an awesome testimony. And as far as being healthy, I'm like Joyce. I have a a dog now, and and we've started this two-mile walk uh, every day. And, I mean, he pulls me and he pulls me. And when I get back, I'm so tired, the bottom of my feet are hurting, but um, I, I love your testimony. I love what you're doing. I also am going to go and check out your website. Congratulations to you. And sometimes God just wants us to, to go forth, uh, and then he'll show us what it is he wants us to see later. Like you said, you know, you, you were going to give up, but when you opened up um, – those notifications and you saw the people you knew that that was something that the Lord had uh, put in your path to do so congratulations keep on keeping on I'll be praying for you and I will be checking out your website thank you Uh, thank you very much Kathy thank you Uh, Reverend Smith um, what would you like to ask a question or make a statement in regard to to uh, Yolanda Holder's uh, accomplishments and what she's doing and how she's trying to get the word out uh, about uh, being a diabetic to the black community. Are you there, Reverend Smith? Maybe I have this uh, number wrong. Uh, The last four digits are 1334. This is Nate. Oh, Nate, I'm sorry. I got you mixed up. How you doing, Nate? I'm sorry. Uh, would you like to have I'm a question good. or make a statement? All I got to say is uh, I've been retired from the United States Army for since 2014. And, man, I'm going to be honest with you, you convicted me tonight about being disciplined and everything. You reminded me of the days I used to walk five miles a night at my farm when I was in Iraq and everything, and I lost like 30 pounds within six months. And, and your discipline, when you're talking about eating and when you wanted to give up, you had the intestinal fortitude to drive on. That's whole type stuff right there. That that what soldiers do. That what warriors do. And man, even though I'm at work right now, I'm so motivated right now. You make me want to go just hit somebody in the mouth. I'm just that motivated. <laughs> and I just want to say thank you for putting a soldier in check and, and, and inspiring the warrior out of me and for sharing your story because we need to hear things like that. I love the fact how you add your mom and your dad into the story, how your dad reached out to help people in spite of his situation, because of his situation, he reached out and helped. So it lets me know that I still need to serve this country and community other than in this in, in a soldier's capacity. So, man, I want to say thank you so much and for being a great testimony and a tip of God's spirit because I needed to hear that tonight. And, and even though I'm at work right now, I'm, I'm, I'm in the corner around here sneaking around listening to this, but I needed to hear that. And, 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 and Jane, I just want to say to you, Mr. Deshae, thank you for what you're doing, sir, because you you keep me in check too, so thank you so much. Appreciate it. 
Oh, All thank right. you very much. Guys, Yolanda, one of the things I want to say to you, and um, I am so amazed that, you know, I really kept after you for a while, um, and not even knowing that I was doing it. And now I realize how much, how important it was for me to know you in so many different ways. Um, I lost both of my parents uh, more than 15 years ago and lost both of them within uh, four weeks of each other. And I'm an only child. And so I use the term that I'm an orphan. And uh, had it only been, my daughter was born when I was 16 years old. And had it not been for her, I would have been in a world of trouble, uh, both uh, dealing with the death of my two parents and uh, having a reason to live. Because had not she been alive, I may have uh, went into a deeper depression than the one I went in. So the fact that you and I both are dealing with living after the loss of parents is, is something that can connect us as well as the journey of excellent health. I uh, spent most of my life as an athlete uh, up until uh, after 24. And so I spent most of my existence running and doing the things I needed to do to stay healthy, not ever being thinking about how what food I consume. Uh, but now at the age of 57, I find myself having to figure out how to get back active uh, today, I have done no activities, and that's a norm uh, for me, not uh, an exception. And so I want to be a part of your challenge, not knowing where I would start because I am at the very beginning at this point. I am, you know, so it is just so, uh, and Cheryl is uh, getting me started in terms of trying to learn how to eat healthy. But what I want to do is uh, just tell you that, what you have done is so amazing to me. Now, one question I do have to ask, because I'm always looking at you in amazement with that handstand that you're doing. What is the purpose of that, and how long do you do it when you do do it? And I see you do it in high heels and tennis shoes, and uh, you just made that just a, a, a major part of who you are, and uh, it just amazes me. Um, a friend of mine uh, started a headstand challenge um, two years ago, and um, she started it in January 1st, and it just looked like something that I wanted to try to do, but it took me a whole month to learn how to do it. And so I'm telling everybody out there that's listening, if you want to do a headstand, please do it on the wall. You learn on the wall first, and it took me a month to come off the wall and then um, it took my husband two weeks to stop standing in front of me because I, I had to have him spot me in front of me. But headstands have a lot of benefits. Um, one is it, it strengthens your core muscles. And being a, a marathoner, uh, as, as a runner or a walker, you need your core. You know, you need your, your stomach muscles, the abs to be nice and strong. And so doing a headstand, once you're up in the pose, you're up, you're held up by your core. Even though you're on your shoulders, I do it with where I'm on my shoulders. And so it strengthens your arms and your shoulders, but mainly your core. Okay, so once I learned to do it and everything, I, I'm up there no more 
if I'm in a hurry, I'm only up for like 10 seconds basically to say, hey, I'm up, I did it. But I usually like to stay up for like at least a minute. And what I do when I'm up in there for that minute, I say my gratitude prayers. I close my eyes, I relax for a minute, and I say how grateful I am that I woke up this morning, that I have my health, and I'm able to be up in this headstand. And it's just another form of something you can actually, if you learn to do it, you that could be part of the 52-day challenge also where you do a headstand for 52 days every day. So then um, since I was taking her challenge and I was had to post it, um, sometimes I would forget <laughs> to do the headstand. And so um, if I come back from church and I have on my dress, and as long as it didn't slide down, I would do a headstand in my heels in my dress. I would do a headstand at the airport. I would do a headstand at the grocery store. And so it became fun. <laughs> and, so, and then people were like, wow, who does that? Who does a headstand in high heels? Who does a headstand you know, with her boots on, you know, so it just became fun rather than, okay, let's just do a headstand here, you know, okay, so, but it's it's very challenging, it's challenging, and it, it makes it even more challenging for our age, you know, so who can you say does a headstand at age 60, well, we'll be 60, so I kind of look at it that way, and I just try to make everything I do fun, it doesn't have to be a chore, Working out doesn't have to be a chore. I mean, it just literally can be fun. And then the fun part is the benefits afterwards. You have nice arms. My arm, I get compliments on my arms all the time now, and it's due to the headstands. So that's why I do headstands. So anyways, my friend Teresa started the challenge again. I was still doing them every day, but I just wasn't posting them on my social media sites. So now she says, uh, let's all get together and let's post them, you know, post wherever you are. And so actually I haven't posted the one that I did um, this morning, and that one was in my bathroom. <laughs> so it came out nice, by the way. <laughs> so, well, so, I am. Um, I tell you, it is – I have not even attempted to do one, and I'm not going to ever – I'm not going to tell you when I might <laughs> attempt to do one. Because there's so many other things I need to attempt to do. Uh, right now, I have to deal with you and Cheryl telling me to get moving. So uh, and now that's a, that's the buzz in my head, get moving. And so yeah. I'm going to attempt to try to do that. And, and, and Cheryl needed some help, so you were the help that she needed to get me uh, even more in gear. And it, it sounds so exciting. But we're going to make something happen. One of the things you're going to learn about our group is, uh, you have challenged them already. You've challenged them to, to go to your website. You've challenged them, and I know a number of them will get involved in your challenge. Uh, I think I'm going to get involved in it as well. I'm not sure what I'll be able to do. Uh, you, when you talk about a mile a day or two miles a day, I'm not sure if I'm ready to get it, it to that point a day yet, but uh, I do need to get started. We're going to take another short break, and we'll come back and let some uh, more of our guests uh have an opportunity to talk to you. Be right back. Okay. So, what do you want to do? I'm here, baby. I'm ready, baby. I'm ready. 
while never spending a moment not treasuring the love you have given me. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, brought to you seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 Eastern, Eastern Time. I look forward to you being a part of the audience. This is a place where your voice can be heard loud and clear. If you All right, uh, Cheryl, um, will you please allow Yolanda to hear a little bit about your background and when it was that you made your change uh, to a healthier living and where you are presently? Um. Just briefly, um, about a year and a half ago, I began a journey where I came from Tennessee to Louisiana, thinking I came home to um, to die. I slept from 18 to 20 hours a day, and I slept on a CPAP machine, taking 17 different prescription medications. Um, one day I called somebody and asked them about herbs, not really knowing in why I called or what the reason why I asked about that. But he began to tell me um, what he could do for me if I allowed him to coach me. I told him that I gave the doctor 35 years of my life. I can definitely give him 90 days. And I told him that I was going to do everything that he told me to do for 90 days. And within the first 30 days of drinking content alkaline water and herbal teas and taking herbs, I came off of all 17 prescription medications and no longer had to sleep on the CPAP machine. From there, oh, my God. Amazing. I with... Um, 30 days of complete detoxing, I began my journey with raw foods, eating raw foods, just fruits and vegetables, and then on to um, incorporating um, some cooked foods. Today, I, I try to only eat um, fruits, vegetables, those foods, no foods with preservatives in it beneficial seafood only, and um, I work out four times a week. Um, Within my journey, I lost about 100 pounds a little over within um, a year's time. So um, what I did was I tracked people by the weight loss, but my journey and what I help people to become is disease-free. Because of the different things that I had, I had um, diabetes, um, enlarged heart, a fatty liver, cholesterol problems, um, vitamin D deficiency, um, to name, you know, just a few. But as today, I don't have any um, illnesses. So that has been my journey and to help others to become disease-free. Amazing. Oh, Cheryl, that is so awesome. Congratulations. You know, there's so many of us 
uh, are going through uh, so many different things, and we need to hear the stories of you, Yolanda, and Cheryl uh, to let us know that we're capable of changing the direction of our lives, and there's so much that we need to to do. Uh, again, I know for myself, I could use uh, all the things that you all talk about. Uh, even being an athlete, uh, I have allowed myself to go in, in a direction that uh, I'm not even sure how I got here. But the case is, is that I'm here now, and I need to turn that around. Uh, Joyce, uh, as you listen to these two, uh, we realize that it's important for people who uh, come on our show and people who listen to our show to know that there's a better day ahead of them if they're willing uh, to do what it takes to get there. Uh, there is so much in our life we need to be enjoying, and we can't allow our bodies uh, the luxury of uh, doing the wrong thing uh, as we look to, to, to live life better. Well, that's so true. Uh, uh, even though I'm a, a person that stay at home because of retirement and because of, uh, I don't work anymore, is that uh, I, I still thrive to be healthy. Uh, I, 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 I thrive to be drug-free. Uh, right now I'm struggling with, and I've always struggled with uh, cholesterol, but I have gone from a, a 10 milligram to a 5 milligram. Um, um, and I was told by my doctor, that, that they're keeping me on five milligram uh, uh, Crestar just to make sure that my veins stay clear and my arteries are clear. So uh, I'm on a five milligram, but I'm not taking that every day. I'm weaning myself to do that every other day because uh, drugs to me are expensive. I prefer to be drug free. The only thing that I particularly try to do and would like to do is to keep taking 181 milligram um, in the evening for uh, cardiovascular uh, reasons, what they say once you over a certain age, everyone should do an 81 milligram. But I'm 66 years old. I try to stay healthy. My goal is to be healthy. Uh, you, you talk about your parents. I am so grateful to say that my mom would be 99 years old February the 4th. And I oh, just yeah. value that every, every day. So precious, so precious. So when I look at my mom, um, she moves slowly, but her mind is sharp as a tack, and she's motivated. She, she, she's mobile. So I just wish, and my goal is to stay as healthy as she is and to reach that, that age. Her goal is to reach 100, and I think by the way that she's going, she's determined to do that. So determination is everything. Stay in focus. Thank you. Oh, that uh, is so Andre, beautiful. Andre, I'm glad that you're here. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that you didn't get to hear um, Yolanda's uh, story. I mean, it is incredible. So you're going to have to listen to the show uh, so that you can catch up. Uh, we, I will be talking to, to her about, you know, coming on the show at least once a month to talk about what she's doing and inspiring our audience uh, to uh, – to get up and get moving, uh, you are one of those people who who uh, get up and get moving all the time and try to keep yourself inspired uh, to do so. Um, and so uh, what what kind of statement would you like to make to Yolanda and about 
how it is you can do even more. I mean, I wish you would have heard some of the incredible things that uh, she has done. Well, fantastic Friday to everyone, and I so regret that I didn't hear her, but uh, Yolanda, I look forward to listening to what you uh, shared with us to start with and then to hear uh, you in the future as you continue to help us all on our journey. And uh, Ms. Cheryl, again, congratulations for um, the success that you have not only with, you know, your own efforts, but the fact that you're helping and striving to help others. And let me just tell you, uh, Joyce does not look like the average 66-year-old. She looks doggone good. So uh, let us know that. But I'm glad that we're talking about health and wellness, and um, it's just so important for us um, to take control of what goes into our bodies. And uh, the good thing of it is uh, determination. Uh, Ms. Cheryl mentioned that over a period of a year is when she – I had the results and stuff that she's sharing today. And uh, one of my downfalls is uh, I'm one of the ones that like to see instant gratification. And I have to be mindful that, you know, everything comes with time and you have to be persistent. The race is not given to the swift. Uh, in all cases, it's given to those who endure. So we have to just constantly uh, endure. I love the fact that we can share uh, different methods on what we can do and how things have helped others because, uh, of course, we're all in this together. And I just do believe that uh, wellness and, and good health is so important. So that, that has to do with proper hydration, uh, proper rest, proper food, um, you know, uh, and, of course, exercise, um, the balance. How do we balance all of that? So let me continue to listen, James. And, yes, I do look forward to listening to the top of the show um, to hear what Ms. Yolanda may have uh, shared that would be helpful to us all. Well, Yolanda, I have to um, just tell you, uh, I'm one of those people that when I locate and find a treasure, uh, I do not want to uh, let them go. And so certainly I hope that you feel uh, amicable uh, to being a part of our world at least once a month, uh, coming to talk to us about what you're doing, keeping us motivated about your challenge, uh, recognizing that, you know, that there are people here that want to hear what it is that you're doing and how you're going about doing it. And there are people who just listen who are not a part of the call-in audience that wants to hear the kind of uh, message that you're bringing forth. Uh, so I am just so pleased and honored to have you here. I love seeing what it is you can help me do. Um, I have to tell both you and Cheryl, you know, this is not a um, uh, pie-in-the-sky uh, opportunity related to me. I am a challenge, uh, you know, uh, just like everybody else. I have those things I love doing. And then I have those things I know I need to do, uh, but that I don't do as as well as I should. And so it is just so, uh, I am so honored to know and recognize that there are people of color who are out there prepared and willing to do everything, and people need to know what they're doing. And so that's what my show is about, Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, is an opportunity for us to talk about all types of different subjects, talk about all types of different journeys that people have undertook or are undertaking 
and to inspire others to do similar. Uh, so, um, Cheryl, I mean, Yolanda, what, what is it you'd like our audience to take away from this show today? And uh, hopefully uh, that you'll be uh, returning again. I keep tell, saying, you you hear me keep saying at least once a month. Uh, to talk. <laughs> so I had, we hadn't gone into a great deal of uh, negotiation yet, but I, I keep planting that seed. Uh, and so I just want to uh, say that you're doing too much uh, for us to let it remain quiet. And I want to add to the uh, platform that you have to share what it is you're doing. Uh, thank you so much for having me. And I would be honored to come on your show at least once a month and share my journey because this journey that I'm on is just way over the top but what I want to share with all the listeners out there that just moving your body every day is so beneficial to your health and a lot of times we're not even realizing um, that we're doing it but if you just do it a little bit more and I like to tell people one mile sounds like it's huge but really it isn't it only takes 50 minutes to walk a mile and we have 24 hours in a day so that's kind of something to think about but um, yeah I just God has put this amazing talent on my heart at age 59 almost 60 and I want to share it with you guys which is just walking is the oldest and the easiest and the cheapest way to get healthy and fit and thank you so much, James, for having me on your show to share my journey with your audience. All right. Uh, Cheryl, what is your final thought for this evening? Yolanda has accomplished, you know, her goals health-wise. Um, each one of us is striving to be healthier, just like Joyce said. Um, you know, something that she implements on a daily basis. So we all can share and take and, you know, have somebody that we can be um, accountable to as far as, you know, for those that are, are struggling with it. Because it's not easy for everyone. And we have to understand that as well. But we can partner up with others so that others can accomplish the goals that they would like to have accomplished and especially to be disease-free. So whatever we're doing, we can always do better. All right. Um, Joyce, your final thought for this evening? I would like to thank you again, uh, Yolanda, for being a part of the show. And I would like to put out as a challenge to you and Mrs. Chera, I would really, really, really wish the two of you would consider being our most most, uh, most motivational coach for this show on a once-a-month basis to make us to be committed where we have to answer to someone, and I think that helps out a lot. So if you guys would take on that challenge as being our our listeners, our motivational coach, because what you're doing has really got us started. So uh, would you please consider doing that? Thank you. All right. Uh, Audrey, your final thought. Good wellness and health is key, and working together, we can help each other along this way on the journey. 
and uh, it'll make us all better. So thank you. All right, I'm going to take a short break, and then I'll come back and give my final word uh, for this evening. It is so important for us to recognize uh, the values of those who are outside of ourselves uh, that can bring something special to the table. And I certainly want to uh, reach out and just thank God for giving me the insight uh, to reach out to people that I don't know to have them favor uh, my show and those who listen. We'll be right back in a few minutes. You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to...
I am Democrat. I will be a Democrat beyond the existence of my physical being. I am a liberal because living in the past does not work for those I serve. I believe in liberal causes because as I better understand the world, I understand the need for change. I live to honor humanity, to serve people who seem unable to grasp the life we all should have. I see the inequality of treatment and desire to see it abolished. The need for the blind to see has never been more necessary. Those that fight for the status quo cling to an error that turns invisible visible. Embracing wrong can never give one a positive result. The fight for the weak can never be seen as embracing the defeat. We have to rectify the issues that are created by the human trait of racism and supremacy. My God is the creator of all things and the maker of humanity. My views of the world are in line with my purpose as a Democrat. I will not be ashamed of my love for people and my fight to make life equal. We all deserve better opportunities to learn and the chance to live life free of infirmities. We deserve to live free of the creation of Donald Trump. Host, James T. Deshay, show, thoughts, love, and reflections. The show is live seven days a week, Sunday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. West Coast Time. This is James T. Deshaies, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection. Those of you who are out there who would like to be a guest host on my show, who have a journey that they would like to uh, share with those of my audience, both call in and those who are listening, get in touch with me at 407-394-9819 so that we can talk about what your journey is doing, what you're doing on your journey, and how that journey can inspire the people that listen to my show. I am here so that we can have a voice. There is nothing more important than having a voice and being able to tell people what it is you think and what it is that you feel is important. And that's what Thoughts, Love, and Reflection is all about. We want to make sure that all Americans do have a voice, not just those that are selectively chosen to speak. We all have to speak, and we all have to speak loudly, clearly, without interruption. This is James C. Deshaies, your host, and we'll be here seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, so that your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruption. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Take care, and we'll be here for you.
Can't replace it. 